0: yeah what is going on everybody we are back with another episode of from my experience podcast i'm your host rob (sighs) i'm upset man just had an off mic conversation that i really wish was on mic because i'm not alone i have my (laughs) co-host erica erica what's up erica
1: hi everyone one day you co-
0: one day yo listen man you corny so all of my <laughs> business is in the streets and we ain't putting none of yours out there but you know what i will say Not this yet. so i will say this you know you do and this is just anybody who's podcasting or thinking about podcasting there are unintended consequences for when you put these things out there now granted i talk about things and Unless you're close to me, you won't know who I'm talking about, but my close friends know who I'm talking about. But you never know if the person's gonna listen to that episode. So I will caution you to make sure I try to speak as if they will hear the episode. Um, unless it's somebody that I know probably will likely never hear it, that's like, you know from like 15 20 years ago they'll probably never hear it shout out to Alexis you know what I'm saying the 21 year old I was dating when I was 18 um i miss her i went to college man <laughs> mm, but she was fine oh. and she played video games Mm. mm. Oh man, she only like, hold up, she only like 43, 42. I don't remember her last name. If I remember her last name, I'd find her on um, social media. But I don't remember. Anyway, um, I have been doing okay, y'all. Personally, I'm in a bit of a funk. It's weird. We talked about this last episode. My birthday is this coming Sunday. I don't know, I just feel blah. I think part of it is because... I have a lot of work to do to get to this next phase in my life or what I think I want for my life. And I'm just kind of blah, like nothing is wrong per se. My blood pressure is a little high, that ain't good. Um, so that's just a diet shift I need to make and I need to reduce my stress. But uh, other than that, I can't complain. How you be?
1: Mm, um. Besides the off-air conversation, things am great. Been feeling great. Um, you know, hanging in there, ready for the different work week. Um, but yeah. off
0: mm. Oh man. <laughs> <sighs> All right, y'all. Let me. Let me and we're good.
1: That. Back to the off air conversation. We're we're great now.
0: Oh, he texts you back.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, y'all yeah, just got a little sneak preview. I, I can't expose it, but. Yeah, we're going to get into some things today, man. We only got two topics. Uh, They're real-life topics and, like, adult things that, you know, you should think about. And they're things that I'm actually thinking about. I'm in a very weird space, and I'm actually thankful for this weird space because it's giving me thoughts and feelings I never thought I would have in my big age. But we're going to talk about it, you know? And I would love y'all feedback in the comments under this clip or an episode or the email or whatever. To get into the topics, but uh, Erica, you ready with the, today's headlines?
1: Oh, they're so sad. They're so sad. Um, I'm gonna have two headlines for you guys right now.
0: All right, we ready?
1: So our condolences to Andre Broyer. I'm so sorry. Forgive me if I mispronounce his name. But he passed away yesterday. I remember getting the news over last night, and he was so young. Still, don't know much. But they said it was after a brief illness, and he was 61 years old. Hi,
0: hey, 61 yeah. so young. He's been in a lot of stuff, so man. Young. He's a great actor. Yeah,
1: in Brooklyn 9 Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, so I was really caught off guard seeing that one in the news yesterday, and then we also have Gene Knight guys at 80 you know mr big
0: stuff yes yes she sung mr. big stuff man yeah
1: <sighs> I
0: I'm sorry to be morbid y'all
1: it's so sad I,
0: I'm I'm scared because it usually happens three at a time and that's only two and I'm not trying yes. to speak death on anybody but that's literally how it goes um if if it's all if maybe those are the two no Lance reddick passed a while back but Yeah. Lan-
1: and that one took a minute for me because I was like, he's so young. There's so many young people.
0: Yeah, he he had, I think he had something. I forgot what it was, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: I didn't want to step on your headlines. Continue. No. Peace, praise, prayer, peace, prayer, and condolences to the families for your loss. Yes. That's it?
1: You ain't got no more headlines? Yeah, oh no, that was it, yes.
0: Oh. Um... Yeah, I just fade the music out. Uh, I don't have any headlines. All right, y'all. So our first topic, we want to get into this. And I thought I actually had this conversation with a friend. Uh, would you live with friends to save money? Would you be willing to have like a friendship family? And this is what I mean. You know, the economy has shifted it is more expensive out here than ever. Uh, this is the season where companies are actually cutting positions. We're on the other side of COVID. We got an election coming up. There's a war going on. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world impacting our economy. Um, but one of the things that has really just been chopping us in the freaking throat is rent prices and home prices and the interest rates on buying a home. And I was talking to my homegirl who's about to move. And I was like, yo, I like the city you're moving to. And I was like, I would do something like that. And I was like, I wish I just had enough friends that were willing to do that. Like if I had three or four, four maximum, maybe three or four good friends, we get like a four bedroom apartment or we rent out a big old house. And we all just like come up with a game plan and we all save and we can help each other because then, you know, rent will only be like three, four hundred apiece, maybe five hundred apiece on top of utilities that puts you in a position to save and, you know, you can do whatever you want a year from then or whatnot. But what do you think about that concept? Now, I'm going to ask you because you're of a younger generation. I've had multiple housemates before, so I've kind of been there, but except for one situation, It really didn't ever work out, didn't work out well. But what do you think about that? You know, you being of a different generation.
1: Well, I'm definitely on the side where you live and have roommates because there's no, it's a lot for you to live by yourself with the height of inflation at it, where it is right now. And especially like just trying to get your own footing and everything. And because everything and the price of living is just so expensive but you also don't want to limit yourself by being back at home with your family yeah you want to be able to do adult things you want to be able to feel like you're out on your own without feeling as if you're still a child in some sense so i definitely agree with it i wish i know that if i lived with my friends we probably would fight all day long it's just our personalities only because I just know that that's probably what would happen because you have so many different people who like things done a certain way. Yeah. And everyone likes their own type of space. However, I wish that I did have a group of people who wanted to move in and get a house or anything like that. I would have been 10 toes down on that whole ordeal.
0: Yeah. um, I think I might do that, honestly. Mm Mm-hmm. That kind of squashes what I said last episode with dating because I mean, especially at my age, I'll be thirty nine. I don't know too many mid thirty, early forty year old women who look at that and be like, eh. like I, I, I can feel the noses being turned up at me." But really don't, <laughs> I really don't care because it's all about game planning, you know.
1: And you're saving money.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Like sacrificing a year or two of what you think is all awesome and spectacular and just buckling down and saving can literally change your life. And I mean, the biggest temptation that I typically have is black Friday. It punched, it punched me in the face this year. It did, but not too bad. It did. It did. I mean, look, y'all, I got flat feet and Converse are one of the few shoes that are comfortable for me. And they were 50% off.
1: Talk about it. I don't
0: know if I've ever seen that before, like ever. Um, So, yeah, uh, I need that for my foots. But uh, I'm thinking about doing it just because, one, through my journey of life, I've learned that the opinion of others don't matter unless that's someone I'm doing business with or someone whose opinion I actually value, right? Mm -hmm. And saving money is vitally important. And the higher your expenses... The less you can save. And, you know, what I wanna do, my plan is 1000%. I'm gonna move, probably gonna end up moving around this time next year, depending on what happens in the next six months. And I wanna get a house. I'll probably likely, depending on where I move to, I'll likely be able to get a house, but I'm gonna open it up and I'm gonna start with, you know, some close friends, frat brothers, and be like, yo. Anyone trying to hit the reset button, anybody trying to save some money, I got a room for rent, you know, hit me up three, four hundred a month, you good, you know what I'm saying? I'll give you a year or two, we can game plan, I can help you get your stuff together, we can brainstorm or whatever you're trying to do, and then you can be out. Because other cultures do that, Um, especially the Hispanic culture. Like, as a teacher, like, some of my kids had the same address, like- and you had two families in one household and yes it's some sometimes they were packed like sardines but everybody woke up and went to work every day and so when you make that sacrifice you can you can save up now like you said earlier it's got to be the right people with the right mentality it can't be yeah. just anybody like i didn't a few i've lived with a few people and a few people have lived with me and you're right that conflict is 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 can be very big and i know some of my habits like i live with my mom now and one of the things i try to make sure i do is my mom's a neat freak so i make sure i bought a swiffer and i make sure i try to swiffer at least every weekend or every other weekend or if my mom asks me to do something i try to stop whatever it is i'm doing and do it right then that's how I eliminate conflict with her. Like, her and I don't ever argue about anything. Like, as long as I clean up after myself and contribute to the household, which I do, yeah. we're fine. She don't bother me. I'm up in my room. I'm chilling. I'm an introvert anyway. I'm going to tell you now. If you live with me, you're probably <laughs> never going to see me unless I'm going to work or coming in from work. Because I like being in my room and being in my own space. Nothing personal. I'm just like that. But, yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking about doing. Now, What are you in your what are you particular about? And what would you and your friends fight about?
1: Uh. I'm the, I've come to the conclusion that I'm the problem when it comes to roommate situations. I, I, I'm going to be accountable on that one. And I'm going to take that accountability and I know that I'm self-aware I love to have things done a certain type of way. And if they're not done a certain type of way, and I am a little bit of a neat freak. So I do get a little annoyed. I mean, that happened a lot growing up with my brother where if he had like the toothpaste over on my side of the counter, I push it back over to where it should be. I'll you know, be just, Yeah, it's just those little uh, ticks and icks. I don't know. <laughs> give me
0: some more examples of what you're particular about. I need to hear this.
1: Okay, so another time when I was an undergrad, we lived in a almost like a apartment type dorm, mm-hmm. right? I was with one friend, but the other two people that we lived with. They were not our friends, okay? So everyone had their own room, yes. But I'd be really annoyed anytime that it came to laundry. If I gotta just squeeze in a load of laundry, why do you have a month's worth just sitting in the wash machine? I'll be down. two weeks. I'll be down. Two weeks. And sour. Sour. I'll molded. be damned. I'll be damn. I'll, I'll be damn. All the dude to the mill. Like <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah, yuck! Gotta wash that. Oh, just quick tip, y'all. That does happen to you. Not too I don't know about two weeks, but you get sour laundry. <laughs> wash it with some white vinegar. You good to go. Yeah. But so yeah. that
1: would be so annoying. Or like something about I always. I had a roommate the same year. She would cook. But when she cooked, like she made something where it was chocolate and avocado. And that avocado was smeared on the counter for weeks. I said, girl, I'll be clean damn. it up. I'll be damned. I was like, I'm not going to clean up after you because I'm not your mama. But clean it up. <laughs> I- I'll be damn.
0: Yeah. I had a roommate. I had a housemate. Let me say housemate. I'm not going to mm-hmm, say roommate because yeah. we weren't in the same room. I made that joke with my friends the, the other day. He, was, he He didn't clean up. No. No, like, when I say he didn't clean up, like, you put dishes in the sink and you don't wash them, ever. I'm talking yeah. like, at mold. one point, I wanted to make sure I wasn't tripping and I literally made sure I didn't have any dishes and I just washed the dishes pile, like, to the point that they had mold on it. I'm like, yo, this dude really thinks mm-hmm. that I'm just gonna clean up after him like you're Um, a maid like yeah like he was just i didn't get it and then yeah it's i don't know where that came from uh that was probably one of the worst yeah that was the worst everyone else i lived with was cool shout out to my boy colin that's when we lived dang we lived in a trailer park Woo, rough times boy
1: i'll be down
0: rough times in orangeburg south carolina But we was good, you know what I'm saying? He looked out for me when I was broke and barely had a job and couldn't pay my half of the rent. He never complained. The Shout out to the lady in the leasing office for not evicting us when she could have, probably should have. No, should, not should have, but I was working at GameStop at the time and trying to finish school. And GameStop had cut my hours because sales were down. I'm like, y'all in the college town during the summer the kids are home so they're like yeah. a big part of your pop and Madden not coming out and 2k not coming out saying so ain't, nobody needs to come in here and buy anything um so i was a problem there because i was broke uh yeah i that just yeah that's that's the thing it's like we got to sit down and have a discussion about these <laughs> house rules is my yes. thing like that's, that's the, like, it just can't, like, and I think people automatically assume, oh, you growing, I'm grown we should be good. No, 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 mm-hmm. no, 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 We got to have, yeah, have it in writing. Yeah, we got to have it in writing. And I am going to have a lease in place, not just because I'm an asshole, but because, like, you need to know that you do have a certain amount of time and it can be extended. But I need to see the progress. And I ain't your mama and I ain't your daddy. But, like, if the goal is, hey, for instance... If we buy a house together or rent a house, like buying a house with a group of friends, that's a whole nother conversation. There's a lot of trust. There's a A You could do that. No, you could do that. Y'all could start an LLC, buy the house in the LLC name. You know what I'm saying? And then y'all all all live there. And then y'all plan on the next house and say, all right, when we get this next house, this is what I would do. We buy a house. We live in it together, right? Let's say it's three of us. And the goal is to buy, let's buy four houses. So we buy the next house and we rent it out. We save up, we buy the next house, we rent it out. And then when we buy the, that's three, right? When we buy the fourth house, then everyone can move out and we'll all own the fourth house together. So mm-hmm. you'll have a house, you'll have a house, I'll have a house to live in on my own and then we'll have a rental property and we can keep the business going. you know. And that, that's a sacrifice. That might take four or five years depending on people's salaries, desires, lifestyle, life changes. But if you dedicate yourself to it you can do it. And it's easier to do that with a, well, financially, it's easier to do that with a group of people because you're not bearing all the brunt of the cost. If someone falls short in their rent and y'all got to cover the mortgage for the rental property it's split three, four ways instead of, Hey, they ain't paying, but your, your mortgage payment is due type deal. So, um, but even with the rental situation, it's the same thing. It's like, yo, what's your goal? All right. Boom. How much money you need to save? How much you need to save? How much you need to save? All right. We all trying to buy a house. We rent this four bedroom spot or this three bedroom spot. We need to make sure we own it and we need to at least, you know, have like a family meeting and hold each other accountable. Uh, because when it's time to go, it's time to go. Like Mm -hmm. that's, that's how I am. Like when I got goals set in place, look, you, you out here saying you got goals, but you eating out, you going on trips, you doing all these things. And then when I meet my goal and you don't, don't expect me to sacrifice another year because you was slacking off.
1: Or just take advantage where it's like, oh, I know they got me. Da, da, da. Yeah. Like, I, I'll i go like maybe this month I won't pay something like, yes, that, I think that's the tricky and like the slippery slope. Of like bringing personal into professional things. Yep. Cause it's like, don't, don't play with me like that. Okay. Yeah. We're friends, but don't, don't put that on the line.
0: Yeah. That, that's the scary part, you know. But
1: yeah,
0: I would have say, have faith in
1: your friends. <laughs>
0: yeah. That, I mean, like I said, from my perspective, I think I'll be more than likely this time next year, especially this time next year, this is December, either by summer or early fall i'll be in position to buy a house right and the only thing that would be preventing me from moving is job right i'll need a remote job or a job in a different city or maybe my same job just living in closer to it or in a different area or whatnot but me personally where i'm at i would like to own my house and then just say hey you can come rent a room versus Mm -hmm. going like if i'm going into a situation where like hey we gonna rent this together or buy this together that's a very short list of people i'm talking yeah
1: Yeah.
0: Right now, honestly, maybe two people.
1: The people you'd bail out of jail for. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I mean, one of them got his own place and he don't even live up here. So that wouldn't even be a thing. Another person is married and they have a house and they're fine. So, (laughs) (laughs) I mean... That's why the the only thing that makes sense is if I rent out a room, maybe to like, you know, one of my young undergrad frat brothers is just coming out of college. Hey, come save some money, bro. Don't go out there and get no $1,800 apartment. Come rent this room. You know what I'm saying? We'll utilities go
1: not sp- included. Yeah. 1,800 utilities not included.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, it's about having those conversations, but that's how we build and grow. And, you know, shout out to you and your family. Shout out to my mom. You know, old traditions used to be, hey, when you're 18, you're out. Or once you leave, you can't come back. But I mean, life happens, man. I promise y'all. I mean, those of you who've been following the show, I ain't expect to end up be end up back here. Like, I've- I haven't lived with my mom since 1996. 97 I moved lived with my dad finished middle h- school high school with my dad went to college I would only come home during the summers but I didn't live there I was only there 2-3 months out of the year and then when I was in college I started renting a house and then when I graduated I lived with my aunt and uncle then I got my own place and I had my own spots from 2010 all the way up until now and then you know life happened to me <laughs> And now I'm back here. But that's another reason why you don't burn bridges. Yeah, it is, what, tw- not 20, quite 20 years. 15 years later, whatever, math sucks. 18 years later, back here, mom welcomed me with open arms because she knows my habits and she knows me. And she knows I'm going to take care of business. Uh, she ain't even here right now. She out of town right now. She was like, all right, girl, take care of the house. Bye. Okay. Like yeah it's like that you know what I'm saying but I respect her house like I don't bring people over here and stuff like that unless I let her know which none of my friends are here anyway they all moved so I don't really have any friends in the cities there's nobody to bring over but just stuff like that like knowing that you have a place to fall back on like in the back 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 of your mind not like hey I'm gonna run out here and do this dumbass thing because I know I can always come back here not in that sense But like, mm, stuff is getting kind of rough out here. I need to hit the reset button. I want to be able to do that for other people too. And when and if I have a family, I want to be able to do that to them and not shame them or make them feel bad because some people will suffer in silence. You know, I mean, I feel bad when I hear stories about people like Tyler Perry, Steve Harvey, Mm -hmm. who slept in their car and had to wash up in bathrooms or hotels. Like, they really went through it. And just imagine if... They had that family member or that friend to say, hey, you can stay with me. You know what I mean? I got you. But we're so, oh, I'm a boss. Oh, I'm on my own. People are ashamed and afraid to ask for help. And that's very different from you doing the wrong thing and not holding up your end of the bargain and getting kicked out versus, dang, I ain't do nothing. I'm a good person. I'm just out here trying to make it. But, you know, I don't have no one to look out for me. So, um, I think that that helps. And I don't think anyone should be shamed for that. Like everyone doesn't have a clear path. Everyone doesn't have, you know, a big, bright, shining career paying them all this money. Like I'm an education major. Like there's no money in education really. Like, unless you have two jobs or unless you move up to be a principal, which that's not fun. You like working with the kids. (laughs) Yeah. It ain't like everyone gets in that. Most people get an education to work with the kids. That's the fun part. So, um, yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes.
1: Exactly. I like having a a fall, a fail safe. I'm not going to use it and take advantage of it with knowing that I can always come back to my parents when things get rough or anything like that. But definitely, like you said, reset button when they try to raise my rent all crazy and <laughs> Stanley <laughs> May came knocking on my door. I said, hold up. I said, what's what's getting paid this month? What's not? <laughs> but oh Lord. But uh, definitely just to reset and regroup and to start thinking of where I want to be in the next year. So being able to come home and not worry about that, like not worry about rent, basically, not worry about, oh, I have car problems. My dad can help me with the car problems. Mm -hmm. Like certain things like you have, like, and I guess that's also where the whole, it takes a village and community too. Because I didn't expect to like graduate school Come home. I was like, I'm going to be home for like maybe three months. Get my own place. Boom. Gone. No, I I left. And then I came right on back with a dog with tail between its legs and everything like tank. But it's not even to make yourself or have anyone feel as if they're like a failure or anything like that. It's just a regroup. And you just need to sit down and pause and just rethink where you want to be in the next couple of years. Just take this as a stepping stone and just don't be too harsh on yourself with it.
0: Yeah, that's my word. That's 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 very true, man. Um, And yeah, you you just actually gave me something else to think about, because this is the other benefit to having people that you can stay with temporarily, not only just saving money, but like. When you're moving to a new city, like yeah. you don't know what side of town is a good side, the bad right. side, like you don't know. And it sucks to be locked into a lease and paying all these all these monies, all this money mm-hmm. for rent. And so when you do decide to move, you may be like, dang, I want to live on that side of town. But at the rate that I'm making money, at the rate that I'm getting a raise, it's going to take me three years in this apartment to get that. Whereas if you stay with a friend who maybe cuts you a break and charges Mm -hmm. you half as much, you can probably do that in half the time or less. But again, you know. You just got to have people with the right mindset and also you can't be a bad housemate. Like you can't, you may have yeah. to tip, you may have to tiptoe a little bit. Like that's one thing that's to my benefit is like people used to tell me, dang, yo, you always be in your room. And I'm like, yo, that's how I am now. Like, like I said earlier, my mom ain't even in town, but I'm probably not going to come downstairs unless I need to get something to eat. Like none of the t- nothing will be used downstairs except for the microwave, the oven and the refrigerator. Like, that's just, I've always been like that. Even when I had my own place before this, I was either just sitting in the living room or just being in my room chilling. I, I don't know what, what's up with me with that. I just like that. But I like being out of the way, you know, especially if I'm mm-hmm. in someone's house. I like to I like to make them feel like this is your house and I'm going to be out of your way. And if you need something, I got you. But if you're one of those people out there, man, trying to figure out life, I will say this. Don't be ashamed, don't be afraid to ask for that kind of help. Uh, if you need to hit the reset button, hit the reset button, yo. I'm telling you, like, a year of just taking a step back, forget what people have to say, forget what people think, just taking a step back, being able to save that money, and then mm-hmm. go out there and attack it again is way, way, way better than to me than going through a daily struggle, uh, as the old people say, robbing Peter to pay Paul. Because if you live in paycheck to paycheck, but hey, I got my own apartment, I got my own this and that. You're house but, poor. Right, you're. Where's my. God damn it. I'll be
1: there. I'll be there.
0: You're house poor. And when I used to sell real estate, that's one thing we used to tell clients you do not want to be house poor. You don't want to have this big, beautiful new house. But you can't do anything Nothing, every anything. month, and you can't fill it with the furniture that you want to fill it with because you got twenty five dollars. Cause your job ain't like unless you get like a major, major, major promotion, your nine to five ain't gon' they don't promote you like that. They're not gonna you're not gonna get Mm-mm. a big bonus like that. So yeah, that's all I gotta say about that topic, man. Uh, you got anything else before we move on?
1: Uh, just pick your battles. I'll say that. Just pick oh. your battles, and that's with anything. Yeah. If you're with roommates. Pick the battles. Don't be trying to fight, get a temper about every single thing that someone does. Just pick the battles. Uh, same thing, if you're moving back home, pick the battles. And also, regardless, just think about the future you and if your finances would be far farther ahead than they are now, depending on what you did, if you just hit a reset. That but part. that's all I got.
0: She's right. She's <laughs> right. I'm going to speak to the point of picking my battles. Know who you're living with. Like I said, staying with my mom. I pay rent and I bring in groceries. I probably mm-hmm. what do I spend on groceries a month? Two, two fifty, somewhere like that. Basically, like whatever we need from the grocery store I get and she didn't have to ask. I'm like, this mm-hmm. is my contribution to the household. Wash dishes, you know, do little stuff around the house or whatnot. Like, you gotta fulfill a role and you have to show each other. That I am a, especially if you're, if it's, if it's not mutual, if you're living with someone, you got to show them that I am a benefit and an asset around here. Yeah. Even, even the inconvenience of oh, someone else is in my house, so I can't 100% do what I want to do. But if they're paying you rent, they're bringing in groceries, they doing stuff, then that eases that. So it's like a, it's a balanced thing, <clears throat> and stop leaning on these titles. Oh, that's my mom. That's my dad. That's my brother. That's my cousin. That's my best friend. All of those still come with obligations. Those, yeah. those titles. Those people. You once you have those titles, people do things to earn these titles. You know what I'm saying? There are traits and characteristics that go along with these titles. Just having the title, but you have none. Of, you're doing none of the actions of that title. Nah, nah. All right. Next topic. This is a serious topic. I've actually given this a lot of thought. Um. Would you consider living in another country? This came to mind for me because when Trump first got elected, that was the first time I really thought, what the hell is happening in the world? And I've been reflecting over the last week, and I know that the news and social media are snippets and they don't necessarily represent the majority but you see a lot of things that actually do exist you might not be able to quantify it but you see a lot of crazy stuff like just hate groups war crime like real life is starting to look like the stuff we saw that in movies when i was growing up like riots in the street. Like some of the stuff I've seen over the last five years, I never thought I would see, especially in the U.S. in my life. And it's like, there's a big open wound and no one knows how to heal it. And then you start seeing, what I've also been seeing is exposure to more cultures and other cultures kind of looking at the U.S. like, oh, ooh, like what y'all doing over there? Like, like the kid in the back of the room picking his boogers. But his parents, Rich, So he gets whatever he wants most of the time. Anyway, it's weird, right? And his
1: name, Bartholomew.
0: What's wrong with you, yo? (laughs) I'll be damned. Maybe his name is Bartholomew. But it made me consider or think about leaving and living in another country for a while. Just to... One just to hit the reset button and decompress because you can only do that so much because the ratchetness and the craziness of the world and the, well, not the world, of the U.S. does get to you sometimes. You're going to see it. You're going to be exposed to it. Someone's going to talk about it. It's going to be on your timeline. It's going to be on the news. There's going to be a parody about it or something. And made me consider it. Um, I'll go into further detail, but I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Have you ever felt like, I mean, you're younger than me, so... um, Your perspective would be very interesting.
1: Yeah. So um, this is something that I used to teeter on the fence about a lot, especially when I was in undergrad, and especially when I was thinking about doing study abroad. Because while you see a lot of stuff, especially back when Trump was elected, and I was in high school, and it felt like we just opened the doors to I have no idea what. And, yeah, and (laughs) every, like, race, everything about race was brought, everything was an attack, like, it was just so much going on, and so much hate crimes were just happening 24-7, and I just felt like there's no way. I was like, I need to get out of this country at some point, but then I sat there and thought about it when I was an undergrad, and I was just like, where would I go? Where would I go? Because I'm like, no matter where I went, I'd still be feeling some type of there is no escape to racism. You know, there is no escape to it, truly. So it's like not only that, but then I felt kind of like stuck in the sense, too, because then I felt like, well, I'm also a woman and there's a lot of violence against women. I was like, so there's no place really for me to go Hmm. where I would feel 100 percent content unless I'm on an island by myself. You know, it felt like there was no escape. I'll be down. So mm. it kind of it kind of felt like you're like pushed into a corner where it's like, should I just basically be or stay in the area where I know the enemy? Essentially, type of thing. Not enemy, I know that sounds terrible, but like <laughs> the one the one that you know the most. Damn. I'd rather just stay
0: You're damned with if them. you do, damned if you don't. Uh,
1: yeah, that's what it felt like. <laughs>
0: that is serious. My, well, this whole podcast has actually been serious. But um, what Erica just pointed out is one of the reasons why, and I had an episode called Shut the F Up and Listen. It's why you shut up and listen, especially uh, to women, the struggle and fears that women have on a daily basis are vastly different from the ones that a man has, um, and she, she's right. There are some countries where just you have tra- like no
1: rights. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like the traditions and the laws. Like good luck being a woman over there. Like arranged marriages and all that kind of stuff. Right. I never thought about it. Shit, you might be better off here as a man. Yeah. I don't really have, you know. Then that's that's like. The other thing is adapting to the culture. Like, mm-hmm. I'd have to now, okay, let me say this the <laughs> right way. Legally, I like guns. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. shoot guns. I like to go to the range. I can't take none of that stuff with me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Gun laws are very strict overseas. So, that's something I do for entertainment, right? And protection. That's gone. Um, I'm a gamer. I game with specific friends in the US. Time zone changes. That's gone. You know what I'm saying? So part of my community and the people that I'm the closest with are gone. You basically have to rebuild an entirely new life. And I got a frat brother since college. Shout out to my boy, Peter Commodore. He teaches abroad. He's always taught abroad. And I just look at his social media and he has this community and he teaches all over the world and has seen some amazing things. And I'm like, yo, that's dope. But He's just always done that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like he's done it since he graduated. Like, that was it. I don't think he's ever been back stateside unless he's just visiting. And I was like, man, that'd be dope to do for a couple years. But mm-hmm. I have to put myself in a mindset. And honestly, I don't have anyone keeping me here. I don't have a wife. I don't have a kids. There's nothing keeping me here or preventing me from doing that. So it's never really been off the table for me. But I'm like, that's a big adjustment and there i don't i don't want to say there's fear there but there's a lot of the unknown that i just need to really stop and look at well one thing now sorry not a shameless plug my boy carl van pass the peas app (laughs) i am passionate about pass the peas app i am that is dope it's fun Uh, it's the only recipe app where you can upload video steps and create collaborative cookbooks check the link in the description um I could still help with that overseas. I don't have a physical presence when it comes to that, really. Um, but that's like one of the big things that's over there. Then, I mean, you too. You know, what would our podcast schedule look like?
1: Yeah, Ridiculous. we'll be record separately.
0: <laughs> We'd probably have to record like on weekends or something like that. I mean, depending on yeah. where I go, you know, I'm gonna be hours behind you. So
1: do all nighters, <laughs> right?
0: You know what I'm saying? That there's just so many things to think about, but. You are going to have challenges no matter where you go in the world. That is very true. Yeah. And I think if I had to choose a fear or something that I was apprehensive about, and I don't foresee this happening because I'm not a troublemaker, but getting arrested in another Mm. country. Yes. Yo, that has to be like the scariest thing ever because you don't speak the language.
1: Mm -hmm. excuse me.
0: Depending on where you go, you don't speak the language. You don't know. You got to know the laws. Like that's that's the one thing. Like you got to learn so much. And they do snatch up Americans.
1: And- yes, especially because uh, just gonna say we we do not have the best reputation no. at all. No, we don't at all. We don't. So we're you're automatically gonna be looked at for being American in a sense. Which hey, I know country did some dirt all I get it but there's been so many stories of people americans in different countries and there was one in particular where this guy he took down a poster and then he was arrested and the entire time that he was arrested overseas his parents and everybody was trying to get him back over to the country and he ended up passing away wow basically after he came back from the country like after being released for like a year or something like that it was just it's just too much and also like the laws are so different overseas and just make sure that if you go overseas and you decide to live there or visit make sure you know the laws okay. you don't want to go over there and break a law and not realizing that you broke a law and now you're in jail
0: yeah and be the the, the to extend what you just said know the punishment. Yes. Like, some places... <laughs> they don't play. Yeah, they don't play. <laughs> like, I, I don't know they're still doing Hassan Chop, but some places might still be doing that. Um, so that's something you need to definitely think about. But, you know, it is a chance at a new start and to do things differently and to see life differently. There's a lot of beautiful things that you will see and experience and foods, the tastes, and cultures yeah. that you can become a part of by not living here. But I mean, you know, I brought this topic up because just looking at the U.S., man, it's it's scary, man. I don't like what mm-hmm. I'm seeing, uh, especially especially in politics. I think,
1: yeah.
0: unfortunately, the masses are influenced by what they see on social media by people who are not the majority. And they base very, 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 very important decisions on that. Uh, dang it, I forgot her name. Oh, <estiver> no, <wiping away> I got to find her name. What's her name? You said it
1: like the dude from that Beyonce clip. he's... She's like, and what's my name? Beyonce, Beyonce, say my name, say my name. I had to send you the
0: clip. You just, what happened? I
1: had to send you the clip. Oh, it is Crockett,
0: Re- Representative Jasmine Crockett. She was talking about how in politics, Trump is a master of propaganda. He mm-hmm. takes pictures with the right people at the right time in the right places and he posts it and the perception is he's doing all these things with these people and he's so great. And the Democrats don't do that. Democrats just do the work and then they don't post or talk about it. They don't sensationalize it, right? But unfortunately, the common person is not going to sit, open their computer or their phone and do the research to see what people are actually doing. They'll. It's easier for them to consume a post on Facebook or Instagram or on the news that say, hey, such and such took a picture of this person. This is what they're doing with these schools. Boom, That that's how they get their information. That's how they base a vote or whatnot. But what she exposed was uh, Kamala Harris and President Biden have given more money to HBCUs than Trump. But that's one of the things Trump runs off of. And what happens is people don't understand this. Politics happen in waves. The impact of what you do while you're in office doesn't really hit until that next president comes a lot of presidents sitting presidents, unless you have two terms, you're signing bills and pushing things through that the last president started. So you're take your, a lot of them take credit for someone else's idea and even some of their acts, you know, some things may just be renewals and they're like, Oh, you know, I put this into place. Well, no, it was, it was in place already. You're just signing a renewal, but they Mm -hmm. spin it. To make it look like they're doing more work than they actually are, but a lot of people don't understand that nuance in politics. But that's enough That's what scares me. Is like people don't want to get up and do the research and actually do the work. They'll see a post on social media and think someone's evil, bad, this, that, and the third, and do they don't listen to interviews. They don't. They don't engage in anything uh, intellectual to back up what they see. Because when I see mm-hmm. stuff, I'm like, mm, let me do a search. Let me do some reading. Because if yeah. this is going to impact me and my finances, I need to look this up. And, I mean, some people are, you can just tell are lying. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just like, really? So, that that's what scares me. It's like, yo, we, like, y'all voting for people like it's a damn joke. These are the decision makers for the entire country. And some of them mm-hmm. act like damn high school idiots. Not yeah. calling high school stu- students idiots, but... <laughs> They act like the doofuses. They act like doofuses, like, in class clowns. And it's like, yo, people's jobs and lives are out here being impacted. Y'all ain't here fighting like children. Like, help me understand.
1: You saw it. You saw those clips? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, stand your boat up then.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, yo, is this really happening? Like, is people starving out here? Is people...
1: To do like the post interviews after where he was like well he was coming at me he was trying to be a social media bully and it's like you are a grown man at the end of the day at your place of work wanting to fight.
0: Privilege. Privilege.
1: Media literacy is at an all time low.
0: (laughs) It's ridiculous man but uh, comment out there if you're out there and you live in another country you lived in another country Hit us up uh, from my experience podcast in the group, or c- send us a DM. You know, I would like for you to share your experience. Uh us on here. We've had people from other countries. Um, there's a brother on here who's a blurred. That's a black nerd. I think he's in Korea. Yeah. He was on here. Um, I think last year uh, I had my boy Sage Sensei up on here. I went to high school with him. He travels to a lot of countries, and he talked about some of the, his experiences. Uh, dr ashley dash she's out of the country she's been out of the country for like the last five years i think so she's talked about her experiences so i know people that do it um but i want some more experiences on here and i want to i want to share i want some more of those people to share their experiences i'm I'm interested that's not totally out of the question for me and that's one of the questions i ask the people i date i'm like would you would you be willing to live in another country for a year or two Mm -hmm. would you
1: Yes, only because now um my aunt, she's been living out of the country for maybe 3 3 going on 4 years now mm-hmm. with her husband and their kids. So, she's had a great time living overseas. So, she's probably been the main reason why my answer has kind of changed a little bit. Yeah.
0: Interesting, interesting. Yeah. You got anything She about- loves it. where's she at
1: she's in the uk i don't know exactly where but she's in the uk they had to go out there for my uncle's job Mm. and she's been there it was supposed to be five years but they've been there for three almost four years now and she loves it so i can imagine it's kind of swindled me and i'm like maybe maybe i do need to go run on to the office and get a passport
0: you got a pass you ain't got a passport no Let me highlight my brothers. Brothers. Erica doesn't have a passport. So passport bros, there you go. Um,
1: oh. <laughs> Why do you let me catch <laughs>
0: Nah, for real. Uh, my good strong brothers, this is what I want to say to you, man. Um, as someone who has had housemates, as someone who has had to give up being on his own to live with someone else, do not be ashamed. Do not be too proud to ask someone to help you get back on your feet. Um, and even better yet, if you're in college, I don't know if college kids listen to this, but if you're in college or you have a, a kid in college or a cousin or a family member, ask them, hey, do you got a homie, frat brother, homeboy, shoot, homegirl that you're really cool with and y'all know what y'all want to do after graduating or you're going to be in the same city? Talk to them about possibly living together. You know what I'm saying? And saving that money to get that fresh start, like a really strong head start. Because when you graduate college and you enter in the job field, a lot of stuff can happen. You know, you may be unhappy in that place. You might not like the job. And it's easier to pivot when you don't have as much much of a financial burden. But I want y'all to spread that word out there. And I also want you to consider that yourself, man. Maybe you're someone like me who's had to hit the reset button later on in life and you're just looking at different ideas and different things. Like I wouldn't mind living with someone else with the right mindset and the right understanding that, hey, this is temporary and we are building towards a goal. This ain't This ain't supposed to be forever. Now, if you want to live with somebody forever, that's your business too. I mean, shoot, you can save money forever. You know, if you get along with someone like that. Me, the goal is definitely my own spot, but yo, if we can build together, we can get along, Save this money or possibly invest together, whatever. I'm down for it as long as you're gonna do your part. And, mm-hmm. lady, oh, what you about to say?
1: No, I just said hello in agreeance. Hello. I'll be all down.
0: Right. <laughs> and that's all we have for y'all. This is definitely why. Ooh, it's been got me sounding. I don't know why my music is so loud. Um, that's all we got for y'all, man. This was a refreshing episode. I've been going through some life things and I needed to get that off my chest. And now I feel better now that it's off my chest. And now I'm playing with glass. Oh. Sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> don't forget to follow us, FME underscore podcast. Uh from my experience podcast on Facebook, FMEpodcast.com. Uh don't follow Erica because she don't be on social media.
1: Uh, yeah, that's fair.
0: Exactly. Don't. Uh you know. Um <laughs> And yeah, y'all take care. Y'all be good. Um Yeah, take care of yourselves physically, mentally, financially. We catch y'all next time. Peace out. Bye.